2: The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. All right, everybody. Chad Millman. What we're going to do now going forward on every Friday, I'm going to have my eight favorite bets in the NFL. I will whittle it down to five for my blazing five, which will be on later today on the herd on FS1 and iHeartRadio. And Chad Millman will come in. We'll talk about my eight favorite bets. Then I'll whittle them down for the TV and radio show. But as always, it's Friday. Fake questions, real answers. I have questions I want to answer. I don't want to wait for you to ask the questions. Here we go. Dear Colin, harder to bet the first week of the regular season or the last? Well, I've always thought the first week of the regular season is the most difficult week to bet. Now it's even more difficult because almost nobody plays starters in the preseason. So you don't really get even a single half of preseason football ones versus ones. You also have in week one, new coaches, new coordinators, rookie quarterbacks, throw in COVID, which is seemingly every other week, a a top player gets eliminated due to a COVID protocol last year. And I suspect sometimes this year, week one's always been the toughest week of the year for me to win a football bet. Dear Colin, what's the one thing that can keep Brady and the Bucs from getting back to the Super Bowl? Actually, that's an easy one. Injuries to the interior of Tampa's offensive line. Ali Marpet is a guard. He is a top five guard in the NFL. He really emerged as a staple of the Bucs O-line last year. Ryan Jensen is a nasty center. Tough as an $8 stake. Those are two of the most underrated offensive linemen in the league. They're both interior linemen for the Bucs. And Brady has always struggled, not having to step up in the pocket, but having to deal with interior pressure. Jensen Marpet, wildly underrated Buccaneers. Dear Colin, if you had to roll with one of the rookie quarterbacks right now, who would you start? Well, if you're asking me to roll with talent, Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. If you're asking me for wins, Mac Jones Patriots. Listen, Zoom was a great stock during the pandemic for a year. Apple is a great stock for the rest of my life. There's a big difference between what I like now and what I like for 15 years. Trevor Lawrence is the top talent of all these quarterbacks. Mac Jones inherits the best situation. I think he has a chance to win 10 or 12 games this year. Dear Colin, you see what's going on with the PGA Tour? Patrick Reed liked a bunch of tweets hating on Steve Stricker. Brooks Koepka keeps escalating his feud with Bryson DeChambeau. Do you like the angry version of the PGA Tour? Well, I like personality and I like juice. I mean, Conor McGregor makes UFC cards more fun. Tiger Woods, John Daly were juice. When Tiger Woods left the tour, literally there was a golf tournament that folded. So golf is a gentleman's game as long as the bad behavior doesn't leak over and interfere with the play. But let's be honest about this. In certain sports like baseball, we need the Yankees, Dodgers and Cubs to win. They elevate ratings and in golf, give me some energy. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Reed are great for golf. Dear Colin, it's the NFL's opening night on Thursday, opening Sunday, which brings up a great question. Well, All the questions here should be noted are great. What's your favorite sports day of the year? You know, I gave this some thought. I do love Sunday night, the unveiling of the brackets for college basketball. I still love that. Absolutely love it. Um, I love the first day of the World Cup. I think it's great. First day of the World Cup. I'm sitting in front of a TV. I'm watching eight hours of the world's best soccer. But I think the Sunday that we have both the AFC and NFC championships in the same day, the four best football teams last year, Bucks, Packers, Bills, Chiefs, that has become to me the best sports day of the year in America. All right. My eight favorite picks of the NFL week. Chad Millman, chief content officer, the Action Network. Let's bring him in. All right, Chad, we're going to do this every Friday. I'm going to give you my eight favorite games of the week. I will not whittle them to five until the Herd tomorrow, the Blazing Five. But I will give you every week an Action Network pick of the week. So I don't even want to waste time. I want to get right to that. You ready? I'm ready. So this is a game. I am flexible. Uh, Not physically, but mentally. I am willing to... Move off anything. I am loyal to what's right, right? Like getting it right. That's my loyalty. So initially, I like the Jets plus five, and then something happened. So we know the weakness of Carolina right now is their O line outside of right tackle. It's a weak unit. Good right tackle, weak unit. We know the strength of the Jets is their defensive line and mostly their front seven. But over the last two and a half weeks, the Jets have lost their best pass rusher, an interior lineman, and their top linebacker. So that front seven is not as deep and isn't as good. So now, because I really looked at this game as the Jets defensive line would really monopolize the conversation when the game was over. We would talk about how the Carolina, Darnold, just couldn't get anything going. Now I get an experienced coach, revenge from a more experienced quarterback, and the Jets now have the young coach, the rookie quarterback, and their number one unit has been somewhat limited or marginalized. I'm going to take Carolina to win by a touchdown here. I would not have done this three weeks ago, but I'm going to take Carolina 27-20 at home. Matt Rule, Sam Darnold, those weapons – Take a lead and hold on to win. That's my Action Network Pick of the Week. So judge away.
3: It, it, this is the first regular season podcast we are doing. If you make picks this smart and sharp for the rest of the year, I don't even know that you'll need me on because you will be saying everything <laughs> that is right every single time. Because, Colin, first I was worried you were going with the Jets. We had talked about the Jets. I knew yes, you had a lean yes. towards the Jets. And it has been uncomfortable for me the whole time because I've heard other people talk about the jets. And here's, what's interesting about this game. This game opened at Panthers minus four. It got that up to four and a half. It got that up to five. It got that up to five and a half. Right. And so then all of a sudden everybody was coming in on the jets. All the wise guys I know, they were like, I guess I got to bet the jets now because they had this game lined at about like Panthers, like, maybe four and a half, right? So they saw the four, they were getting the number they wanted. Now it's back down to four. The Panthers are the 100% right side in this. Number one, you just said it. First year coach, Robert Sala. First year quarterback, Zach Wilson. Matt Rule is a very good coach. This defense improved during the off season. This is a game where you want to be on the home side, a short home favorite. 100% agree with you on this. You are sharp. Way to go. All right. Thank you. I feel good about that. All right. Now let's go
2: with my – because that'll be – I will say this. That's going to be one of my blazing five picks. That's the one I'll give away. That's going to be one of them. And I have switched sides over the last three weeks. I am adaptable. That's
3: the key to being a really good better. Be loyal to the number. Don't be loyal to the team. Don't be loyal to your first opinion. Don't be loyal to recency bias. Be loyal to the number.
2: Or – Loyal to uh, recent information, an injury. Sure. I mean, Baltimore this morning. Baltimore Ravens offense is not the same offense if these injuries keep piling up. It's not the same team. Be ready. Be ready to jump. Um, Steelers Bills is is a game. I'm I like the Steelers side. I do worry that um, Matt Canada is mostly a college coordinator now moving to the NFL and an offensive line that's in transition, and a rookie running back, Najee Harris. Um, But I think this game is going to be low scoring. First of all, I think Buffalo has addressed their primary weakness, defensive front. Let's not forget when the Steelers' defense was healthy, it was a force last year. Don't take their last five games. They had lost multiple players. I think it's a team that was a proud organization, Pittsburgh, that was humiliated by the way they ended. Um, this is still a roster with eight or nine elite players. I'm going to take the points with Pittsburgh. Uh, and I generally, my rule is, if you're going to take the points, take them to win. I'm not following my rule here. I like Buffalo to win. But I got to tell you, I think this game is played overwhelmingly between the 20s. I think that's a lot of field goals. I don't think we see
3: a lot of touchdowns. And I like Pittsburgh in the points. Dude, honest to God, I don't know what's gotten into you because <laughs> like, because I feel like I'm talking to a professional better right now. Steelers are 100% the right side in this game. This is a classic pros-Joes game. Right now, all the money, 66% of the money. I'm looking at the Action Network app right now. 66% of the money Money is an indicator of where professional bettors are, usually. 66% of the money coming in on the Steelers, 66% of the bets coming in on the bills. That tells you when there's that kind of money bet ticket discrepancy, that tells you it's a pro's Joe's game. Also, a lot of things we're going to talk about when it comes to trying to handicap teams is about what does the market feel about that team? And we're going to talk about that a lot with a lot of these picks all season long. The Bills couldn't be more overhyped. This is the team that beat the Patriots last year to win the division. This is the team that everyone thinks will win the division this year. This is a team that everyone thinks can be a contender against the Chiefs to win the conference. Is a team with Josh Allen who got the big deal that everyone thinks is the second coming of the greatest quarterback in Buffalo history. You have to play against the hype when you're getting this many points with a good defense. And a coach in Mike Tomlin, who when he is a favorite against bad teams, is terrible. The record proves it. When he is an underdog against good teams, that's when he shines. You have all of the sort of anecdotal data in your direction, and you have the marking conditions in your direction. I love the Steelers plus six and a half. I did take a piece of the Steelers at about plus 250 on the money line to win the game outright. And and I did a couple of like underdog money line parlays that include the steelers. All right. So I um, so, so now I got, you're just now you're just toying with people. I really am. Yeah. Um,
2: okay, so let's go Falcons hosting the Eagles. What's the line right now in the action network?
3: Thank God. Thank God you're finally going with a game that is challenging. Uh, Right now, it looks like the uh, Falcons are three-point favorites over the Eagles. Okay. Um, I'm going
2: to take Atlanta. And again, I have not picked an Atlanta game correctly in 37 years. So this is bad for me. But I have a belief that Matt Ryan is always as good as his coordinator. And I think Archer Smith leaving Tennessee is bad, bad news for Ryan Tannehill eventually, and I think it's good news. I don't know if he'll be a great coach, but he'll be a hands-on head coach with Matt Ryan first year. He's going to implement the system. He's going to be very, very hands-on first year. I think Arthur Smith is a not a good, but a great coordinator. He may be as good as anybody not named Josh McDaniels as an offensive coordinator. Calvin Ridley's now become a top 5-6 receiver. Kyle Pitts, offensive line grades fairly high, 10-12 in the league. Uh, I get Matt Ryan against Jalen Hurts. That feels like a mismatch to me. I do like Philadelphia's tight end group and their young receivers look like they could be hits. But nobody covers tight ends worse in the NFC than Philly and Atlanta's got Kyle Pitts. I'm going to take them to cover by
3: six, seven points, Atlanta. I feel like you took a step back on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and in the first two games you were spot on in playing the number. You were flexible. This game there is no value in the point spread. It is two underwhelming underperforming teams. Atlanta is a 3 point favorite, which means that bookmakers are essentially saying on a neutral field they're even cuz home field is worth 3 points. And I don't think I don't think it's a very good matchup for Atlanta. The strength of Philadelphia right now is their offensive line and their defensive line. That is where they have most of their talent. And their defensive line is incredibly good. That is a real challenge for a team like Atlanta that is not very good in the trenches at all. Specifically, think about Arthur Smith, Matt Ryan. This is going to be a passing offense. The Eagles are very good at rushing the passer. And it is going to be really challenging for Atlanta to keep them away from Matt Ryan. And they've improved their secondary. So now you've got a front seven that is already good, and they've improved in the secondary just by virtue of getting healthier against last year. And I want to give credit to Jalen Hurts. There's a lot of conversations about Jalen Hurts, right? And everyone's saying, oh, he can't throw the ball. He's not accurate. This is where betters distinguish themselves from fans. They don't just say, okay, 52% completion accuracy, whatever it was. They look at every game. He was great in his first game. He threw for a lot of yards in his next two games. He had one bad game in the last game of the year against the Washington football team. He went seven for 20. Everybody plays badly against that defense. That front four is historically good. They are under, they are all under 26. They are going to be amazing. So I am not going to be, and by the way, the Falcons defense they will be blitzing a lot. Their new defensive coordinator, Dean Pease, who knew Arthur Smith when they were in Tennessee, they're going to be blitzing a lot. If Jalen Hurts can, can handle anything, it's being mobile, getting out of the pocket, running against the blitz. So I think it's a bad matchup for the Falcons. Uh, I like Philly here. And, and if you're looking to play, to follow your theory of playing a team that you want to take a little taste of them winning, if they're the underdog, I think Philly could win this game. Well, that's the way you see it. Yep.
2: The NFL is back, baby, and FanDuel Sportsbook is celebrating with 40-to-one odds on any Week One game. 200 bucks on a five-dollar bet. Okay, this is no hail mary. It's that simple. New customers get 40-to-one odds when you place your first wager on any team to win. So my 40-to-one bet for Sunday's games: Carolina minus four and a half against the Jets. FanDuel is sports betting made simple. The app's so easy to use. I've got the app. Download it. It Takes a minute. Plus, when you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours. See for yourself why FanDuel's America's number one sports book. Just sign up. The promo code's Colin. Win 200 bucks on a $5 bet. Promo code Colin. C-O-L-I-N. Think about that exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, Virginia, and West Virginia. New users only. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required. 150 max bonus. See all terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, or Virginia, or 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts
0: booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
2: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on-site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
1: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
2: All right, Seahawks, Colts. Now the Colts, this line's gone three, two and a half. What's the current line? Uh, Seattle minus three. All right, so it's at the number. Yes. Um, It's at the number. Um, but I, so to me, this is a game pick the team you think is going to win. I think Seattle's going to win. I worry about the covid situation with one of the most unvaccinated rosters. Yep. Carson Wentz missed time with an injury and time due to the covid protocols. Um, the offensive line has some questions. Eric Fisher is more of a finger cross than he is at this point as an outstanding left tackle. Um, I also think a lot of the receivers I like are young, and I think this team's gonna be better in October and November than September. Um remember last year with Phillip Rivers, they lost their opener to the Jag. So new quarterback, Frank Reich doesn't have the simplest system. I would pick Seattle to win this game. It's not one of my stronger plays, but generally if 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 a line is three or under, I just go, I'm gonna bet the team I think will win. Seattle tends to travel very well. Why is that? There's one or two things. This is why Alabama is as good on the road as they are at home. One thing always travels well, physicality. Efficiency doesn't. You can get bad weather in Lambeau. Uh, You can't audible as well. Efficiency doesn't travel. Physicality does. Pete Carroll likes physical offensive football. Seattle travels well. They have kind of a very redeemable Eastern time. So I think it's the best West Coast team in the Eastern time zone. I'm going to take Seattle, to win Seattle, like 28,
3: 24 Seattle, 28, 23. If I had to bet it, I don't love this game. I don't love this number. I think there's a lot of things that feel like a trap. T Y Hilton injured. You mentioned o line challenged. Uh, There are some COVID issues with this team and worries because of the vaccination status for a lot of players. Um, And I actually love the overall value for Seattle in their division. I think it's going to be a dogfight of a division. I think Seattle has the the ability and sort of the the temperament and the skill set to bounce back in their division. I think things are going their way there. I don't like the betting metrics. So as a better, I like to see how many tickets, how many betting tickets are coming in on a road favorite. And when that number starts to creep up, into the 70s, 70%, which it is for the Seattle Seahawks. There are about 73% of the betting tickets are coming in as a favorite. Historically, that is a bad side to be on. Um, and also, I, I already was leaning towards the Colts in this spot because of their status as a home underdog. And the what you talk about physicality. I'm going to throw it back at your face. The Colts' run defense is top three in the league. And so, if we're talking about physicality and we're talking about what Seattle might want to do with the ball, then that's playing to the strength of the Colts in one area where they are able to be at full strength. So, I get why you're doing it. I just don't agree with it. All right. Chargers at the
2: Washington football team. What's the current Action Network number?
3: This line has moved. uh, I know. Just today. Washington football team had been an underdog in this game. It's Thursday afternoon, late Thursday afternoon in the East Coast. Washington football team had been a plus one. Uh, they are now minus one and a half point favorites. Okay. Well, I got the Washington football team as an underdog.
2: So here's my belief on this. I think the Tartars are going to be really good. I'm not sure they're going to be really good here. Um, I've got a new coach and a revamped offensive line. You know, sometimes you can really tell a coach is good, but you can't tell for a couple years later. And I'll give you an example. So Ron Rivera walks into Washington and creates a culture with some real limitations overnight. Dwayne Haskins was a disaster. And they become a playoff team. And they give the Bucks trouble With Taylor Heineke. And then you start watching Cam's ineffectiveness and the fact that he has no market as a backup or as a starter. And you think, Ron Rivera won a lot of games the last three years with Cam. And he was bad. And all of a sudden, we don't mention Ron Rivera among the great coaches. And you start looking at it thinking, this guy's winning games with Dwayne Haskins, Taylor Heineke, and The old beat-up Cam who has no market. And so I don't know if the Chargers guy is a good coach. But I think Ron Rivera, it's becoming very clear, is a culture setter and is really good. I have them winning their division. I also think this is a matchup problem. Four first-round picks, Washington's front line against three new starters for the Chargers. All of which I like. They've never taken a regular season snap. Also. I think by adding Curtis Samuel, my question about this team wasn't running. They ran the ball pretty effectively. My question was, do they have some juice on the outside? Now they've got two receivers I like. I'm going to take Washington to win this game outright. Again, by November, the Chargers may be a superior team. And, and it they may be a top five team in the
3: league. Sunday, I think Washington's a better football team. I take them to win. 100% agree no joke, with every single, every single thing that you just said. Can't, can't say anything else. Other than, than what's interesting about Ron Rivera is I agree with you. I thought the most interesting thing he did last year was benching Dwayne Haskins and saying, I think this team has a chance to win the division. You don't get that many opportunities in professional football. I want to do what's best for the team right now. And I think in that moment, he won the team and you understood why he had done so well in Carolina. It was amazing.
2: Yeah. Sometimes it takes me time to get it right. But I started watching Cam last year and watching. I'm like, Revere is good. He's
3: a good coach. Yeah. I feel like I have a theory that you could buy into. There are certain teams that they're in the NFL, but they will never capture the imagination of the public. And a lot of them are situated in the Southeast. And because of that, they will the people on those teams and the coaches on those teams will never get that legendary mythical status that they would get if they coach somewhere else. Ron Rivera is a perfect example of that. Teams like the Bucks, the Jags, the Panthers, the Titans, no one is ever going to buy into those teams as national teams, right? You're never going to really see passionate fan bases around the country for those teams. And that diminishes the value and what the teams and the players and the coaches do. And Ron Rivera is a perfect example of that. Put him on a legendary team like the Washington football team, he's a genius. in Carolina, he's a guy who seemed to manage a team really well. All right. I like Kansas City over the Browns for obvious reasons. What's the current number? It's moved a little. Five and a half. It's moved. And this is a great bet by you. It's moved from six and a half, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs minus six and a half, to Chiefs minus five and a half.
2: Okay. It's pretty simple. Best September coach in a decade. Defensive team with seven new starters. Again, check it in two months, it's different. Week one, Kansas City's clearly the better team. Sunday, I like them to win by about eight to 10.
3: This feels like such a no-brainer, and I don't understand why this number is moving in the direction of the Browns. And I honestly wonder, because a lot of times this happens in professional betting. The wise guys play the bookmakers. They will pound a side where they think they can move the number only because they want to bet the other side on Sunday. And the Browns are getting pounded. That's why the number is moving. And the Browns hype train has been ridiculous for months because they were Super Bowl their Super Bowl odds were in the mid 20s. By the time the season is opening, they're in their the high teens, mid teens. Too much money, too much enthusiasm for the Browns against one of the greatest offensive juggernauts in NFL history.
2: Okay. Uh, Lions plus seven and a half hosting the Niners. As we've talked about before, bad teams don't know they're bad until about week three or four. We have seen this. Jacksonville last year beat the Colts in week one. The The coaches talking about biting kneecaps in Detroit. And Dan Campbell's very much a high energy. He's a motivator. He's not a schematic genius. He's a motivator. He's an alpha. He's a guy's guy. He's got them believing in themselves. They're going to play over their over themselves. And I think their offensive line is one of the strengths of the team. And I think they can keep the Niners' pass rush at bay. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, he didn't get every snap with the first team. Um, You know, Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember when LeBron early in his career would lose his confidence in his jump shot? And this is a really important thing in LeBron's career. LeBron never liked playing with a big that clogged the lane. Here's why. It, it hasn't been until the last two years that LeBron pretty much always has confidence shooting a three. But early in his career, he would lose total confidence shooting a three. And when he did, what would he do? For three or four games, he would go back to scoring at the rim, building his confidence up. That's why he needed Chris Bosh and Kevin Love. Get out of there. Don't clog the lane up and have your, your defensive big sitting at the rim. So LeBron's always asked his bigs, even Anthony Davis, get out of the lane. Same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Three things kill a quarterback's confidence. Injuries, check. Your coach loses confidence in you quickly, check. And they draft your replacement, check. <laughs> this is a very fragile Jimmy Garoppolo. Bad series or two. I watched it in the preseason. He loses confidence so fast now. And I think Detroit will ugly it up. And I'm going to take the seven and a half and the home lions. Love,
3: love, love this pick. Sometimes betting is gross and you have to do dirty things. And taking the Lions in week one, this is bringing together all the lessons that we've talked about today. Go against the public. Go against the hype. Dig into the details. Understand precedent. Understand the market. 76% of the bets right now are coming in on the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, is that the highest in a league? That is pretty close right now to the highest. And okay, what's, what's, what's what? that is a
2: big number. That's a Jesus, huge that's... number.
3: Right now, that actually is. I'm looking at it right now. 76% of the Niners. That, by the way, here's another one to think about. 70% of the Vikings as road favorites against the Bengals. Um, I don't love it, but it's another one to think about 70, 73% on the Seahawks as road favorites against the Colts. So those are your, those are your numbers in the seventies right now, all three on road favorites. Like to me, that's when you start thinking about your money line parlays, right? That, that's when you put the Bengals, the Colts and the lions in a parlay and say, all right, This is going to pay off at huge odds if they all win. And sometimes that happens, right? You put a little bit of a taste on that. But 100% agree with you on the Lions. The 49ers, forget about Jimmy Garoppolo. There's just too much hype on a team that hasn't had a great camp, that has a lot of question marks, that I think there are confidence issues. And if there is one game where the Lions can come out strong, it's this game at home with a good offensive line um, and an opportunity to keep it close.
2: And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated
1: card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
1: the ones with the little umbrella refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
2: Finally, I'm going to take the Bears plus seven and a half at the Rams. Now, again, we don't know anything about the Rams. Their, their running game, which really spearheads the offense for McVay, will not be as good. Sony is solid. He's not Cam Akers. Maybe close, but he's not. They also don't have their second power back. He was traded offseason to Miami. So the running attack is not as good as it was a year ago. Um, The other thing is Matt Nagy is an Andy Reid protege. They're both great in September. They're play designers. That's why Reid was attracted to Nagy. That's probably Nagy's strength. If you go back to Mitch Trubisky's playoff years, how? He was very good at developing plays. Trubisky wasn't a great quarterback. Some people don't like Matt Nagy's in game play calling, but his play design is pretty clever. My feeling here is he's going to unveil some stuff with Justin Fields. It's going to catch the Rams a little off guard. Also, the Rams don't have a great, or the Bears don't have a great deal of offensive depth, but they do have interesting players. Um, The tight end from Notre Dame, Cole Comet, Allen Robinson. They have two backs I like, uh, Montgomery especially. They don't have a ton of depth. They're thin. They've not been drafted particularly well. I don't love the GM. But their frontline offensive players are pretty good. And if Robinson's healthy, Komet's healthy, Montgomery's healthy, they can score enough. They can move the ball. Uh, Let's let's also be careful about Andy Dalton. Uh, Dak Prescott should have been 0-4 to start last year, if not for recovering an onside kick against Atlanta. Okay. Andy Dalton, he won the game that he replaced Dak. I think it was the New York Giants. I think he won four or five other games. Andy Dalton has generally been about as good as his weapons. Chicago's frontline weapons, not bad. Matt Stafford's first start. Don't know if they win. I'll take the Bears
3: plus seven and a half. So a couple things. One, I fact-checked myself. There is one other game that has a massive discrepancy in betting tickets the Los Angeles Rams have 84% of the betting okay. tickets right now.
2: Okay, so I, I love the Bears
3: now. So now you love the Bears. Uh, this is a, There's no... I think the Bears are the right side only because of the hook, right? Seven and a half, you call the half point the hook um, because I do think it's about a... It should be about a touchdown. And so you're getting a little bit of value on the Bears. Um, I think the Bears' defense has improved. I think that... The Rams defense is so good. They can pretty much shut down the Bears' weapons. I'm not a buyer in Montgomery yet because I feel like his best games were at the end of the year when their schedule is really good. And so he's getting one of those bounces this year where he's being talked about a fantasy guy. And I think he has yet to prove it in the really challenging games. Um, I can't hate it because I think it's the right side, but it's not going to be for me a play where I'm like, yeah, this should be a top five pick for Colin. All right, we haven't talked about a game that 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 should be that is even more disgusting than the Lions, the Texans, with the jacks
2: yeah. uh, you are on your own island on this one. Th- that is, first of all, they have they appear to be tanking. So they traded their best corner, who had the best camp, and their best pass rusher in the last two weeks. I think they're tanking. They want one of those first two picks. I swear to God. This has happened about twice in 10 years. I think they brought the GM down from from New England. So you know he's manipulative. He strategizes. Nothing's happening by mistake. You don't think it's crazy in the last two weeks they've gotten rid of their two most talented defensive
3: players, arguably? Isn't that weird? It's totally weird, but at the end of the day, you've got a veteran quarterback who's won before at home against a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach who has been having a lot of problem adjusting and communicating with his team. The Jacksonville Jaguars should not be favored against anybody on the road. That's it. That's what you're buying. Forget about anything else. You're buying the fact a team this bad should not be favored on the road. That's it. All right. But I'm fine to be on my own. That's what professionals do. I have a gift for you. Before we go, I have a gift. What's the gift? Me and Simon Hunter, my co-host on the Favorites, he's a professional better. The Favorites and the, the Volume Podcast Network, we have given you an entry into a survivor pool. You and I are going to choose one, oh. game, one team to win, and you are we are gonna we're gonna do our best for you. So wait, you and me are on the same team? Well, you're on your own team, but I want to help you okay, get okay. there. I want to help you win. I want to help you win a lot of money. So. Uh, I need to get your survivor pool pick. It's a gift uh, from me and Simon to you for making us a part of the volume podcast network.
2: I mean, because I do think the Rams will beat the Bears, but I like the number. Um,
3: By the way, I will tell you right now, Simon and I, we took the Rams, even though we agree with you. Okay, I'll take the Rams. All right, take the Rams. I think Chicago going to keep it close. I like
2: the number with Chicago. But I don't like them winning. That's called value that's
3: value betting right there. That's true. But, but a lot of
2: people will listen to this and go, whoa, it's one of your best bets. No, I have eight games that were turn-ons for me. I'm only picking five. I don't love all of these. No, I told you. I, I don't. Atlanta, Philadelphia. Eh, I talked myself into it. Don't love it. Remember last year? It was funny, a lot of survivor pools. Jags beat the Colts, knocked out about 30% of the people. Remember yep. the year before that? Yep. The Saints lost their home opener against somebody crappy. I forget who it was. The Saints lost their home opener a couple of years ago. That was my survivor pick. It knocked like 50% of us out. Yeah. There's always a staggering upset in week one. Every year, a, a jaw dropper.
3: I'm very curious to see where you end up with your five because – I think he had a couple games in there, the Colts, the Rams, and Atlanta that are tough ones to really get confident well, about. For you. For me.
2: For me. I like, I like the number with Chicago. I like the hook. Okay. It's a good defense. It's a, it, it was when if Khalil Mack plays to his level, which he didn't last year. No. It's going to be a tough block for Whitworth. Smaller, faster player. I think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting matchup for a new quarterback with a new system. The Rams play no starters, none in the preseason. And now you face one of the most physical defenses in week one. I think the Rams, it's going to be a chunky, clunky start. I think in the second half, they just have better players. They have, they have more consistent performers offensively, but I think it could be a really ugly first half of the Rams offense.
3: I'm hoping collectively, Colin, that you and I don't get off to a chunky, clunky start with our picks. Those are weird
2: words. The other word I don't like is, you
3: know another word I don't like? Moist. Isn't that a bad word? Yeah, nobody likes moist. Nobody. Nobody likes it. And sometimes you say words over and over, like say the word batch over and over, and it starts to not even mean anything anymore. Batch. 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 Batch of picks. It's not a good word.
2: By the way, I I just got texted. The Saints lost to the Bucks and Fitzpatrick week one, 2019 at home. That was the game. Knock me out of my suicide pool. That's right. or right. Whatever you call them. That's right. What do you call it now? Survivor pool. That's more PC. Survivor pool. You can call it a suicide pool. Survivor pool, suicide yeah. pool. And nobody likes moist. If you're in the middle of a conversation <laughs> at any point, and it's an important like commerce driving conversation, and you just blurt out moist, you will lose the deal. Reed
3: Hastings at Netflix will walk away from the table. In two seconds, well, here's the problem though. I don't like sugar. I'm a pretty healthy eater, but I love cake. And my kid made one of these Duncan Hines cakes last week and I started eating it and it was so moist. Except when I was eating it, I was like sitting with my kids and my wife and I wanted to say, this cake is so moist, but I hate the word so much. I didn't want to say it out loud.
2: Well, that's a batch of picks from us today, Milman. (laughs) I hope they're not chunky and clunky. Talk to anybody. See you, buddy. All right, that was Chad Millman at the Volume Sports. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, rate, review, subscribe. Also have the YouTube channel. We're kicking butt. Hope you're noticing. Got two big announcements next month. So much fun.
0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
3: What's up, y'all? Janice Torres
1: here.
0: And I'm Austin Hankwitz.
1: We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeart Radio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us
3: as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success.
2: From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music
2: at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend,
1: Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at TNVacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.